It is so easy to fall into despair, especially, I mean daily, when you just turn on the news or when you're speaking to a friend or when you're speaking about someone who used to be a friend. But now, based on your belief or based on your ideology or based on a comment that you've said, maybe the comment wasn't even yesterday, maybe it was 10 years ago, you now lose friends. You now have family not inviting you over. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe the business where you worked, maybe that business was put out of business by all of these unconstitutional edicts. Maybe you were on track to, like let's say you're, you're in college and you had it, you know, you're in your third year and it's all mapped out. You've, you've been getting good grades, you know, what you're gonna do for the next three years, but everything needs to happen in a particular process and you've planned it all out. And then along comes 2020. And once again, the reaction to it is just mental. It's just absolutely crazy. And they completely derail your trajectory. And so let's say you're 22, 23, and you're like, what do I have to live for? I don't, I don't, learn as well online. So my grades went from A's to D's. Maybe you were a student athlete and you were in your last year and the previous years you've been crushing it, but not like this year. You're in the best shape of your life. Your, your game IQ is off the charts. You've just matured within the sport and you're getting good grades and everything, but you actually have a prospect to, to possibly play professionally. And here it comes along, just derailing it, boom. Maybe you're a three-year-old who's developing and now that you're not able to, when they lock down schools, you weren't able to congregate with other children your age and you weren't really leaving the house at all and all you saw were, were your mother and your father. And when you did leave, everybody looked like they were burglars. <laughs> hoods on and, and hats and faces covered and you didn't know what was going on. Maybe, maybe you got stuck in another country just, just due to circumstances and how fast all of this stuff is moving. Maybe you just got stuck in another country. Maybe like myself, you did a lot of business traveling and 2020 just came and just axed that because I'm in the health and wellness industry. And so they just came and just chopped the legs off of the fitness industry. And the trajectory that you were on, or say that I was on, was one that you had invested previous years and it finally built up. And you felt like this was going to be the year, 2020 was going to be the year where it was just going to really take off. And just, nope. Not because of a virus, not because of a virus, because the government that's supposed to be in place to support me making my dreams come true, support, not giving it to me, not a handout, but to support me and, and to protect 
my right to build my life and to build my dreams and to protect myself and my family, they became the enemy. In 2020, under Trump, because I call him like I see him across the board. If you see my previous post, I believe he fell off in 2020 because he stopped defending the Constitution. And the Constitution is what enables us, what gives us our inalienable rights. Right? That was all stepped on. And it happened under his watch. And so the buck needs to stop there because that's what leadership is. Maybe you lost relationships. Like maybe your girlfriend or your boyfriend, or maybe you even got a divorce from your wife or your husband because conversations have gone out the window. No one is secure enough anymore, and I'm generalizing. When I say no one, I'm generalizing. Of course, there are gonna be exceptions, but as a general rule, and I'm sure you would agree, that the art of the conversation has gone out the window. It's as if people aren't secure enough in their own beliefs to have them challenged. They get immediately aggressive. There's no reason, there's no justification whatsoever for aggression besides self-defense. That's the only justification for aggression is when it's used to defend yourself, your country, your family, that's it. Anyone who's proactively aggressive is in the wrong automatically. So you have a conversation with someone and you tell them that you voted for Biden or that you're going to vote for Biden. If they get aggressive, and that's wrong. You can't have a conversation once that person becomes basically emotionally triggered because they're not going to be able to listen and, and trust and understand. If you're talking to someone and you tell them that you're going to vote for Trump or that you did and they fly off the handle, same thing. Why are you not secure enough in your, in your beliefs, in your worldview to have it challenged? You understand that challenge and that doubt gives you an opportunity, gives you two opportunities. One, to refine your position in defending it, you know, not with like anger and aggression, but to defend it intelligently. And then the second opportunity is maybe you can learn something that you did not know and expand on your worldview. Maybe that education takes you in a different direction, but hey, it should. It should. Reality and facts and, and, and data should change your mind if those facts are verifiable. But we lose that. We lose that evolution when we don't conversate with one another anymore. Because I only know what I know. So I need you. I need to have that conversation with you so I can see what you know. And maybe you see the world a little differently. Maybe you, maybe you see something that I missed, right? Because let's say that we're two people, one standing here, one standing here, and we're looking at the same spot where our perspectives are different. So from my perspective here, maybe you can't see what's on the outside. So I share that with you. And then from your perspective, I, maybe I can't see what's on the outside, so you share that with me. Now we both know even more. But when the art of the conversation goes out the window, we immediately just divide because conversations are what bridge gaps. Understanding goes out the window. And then with, with the lack of knowledge, 
we tend to err because of our survival mechanisms. We tend to err on the cautious. So we assume the worst. So when you don't know something and you're ignorant of something, you're going to be least likely to trust and you're going to be more prone to aggression, more prone to misunderstandings, which will then lead to aggression, more prone to hatred, more prone to violence, physical violence as an escalation from that aggression. Right. You start passive aggressive and then that escalates. Next thing you know, you're you're throwing Molotov cocktails at police cruisers. <laughs> right. Or, or you're or you're busting in, in, in into Target and, and you're calling it reparations. There's no justification whatsoever for aggression, with the exception of the defense of your country, your person or your loved ones. There's no justification for it. There's also no justification to impose your will onto another human being as if there's some kind of hierarchy. There isn't. We're, we're, we're all equal in the fact that we are all human beings. You'll have some people who are able to do certain things better than others, but that's just life. Some people are born taller, shorter, stronger, more limber, more intelligent with higher IQ. It's just the way that is. But that doesn't make them more valuable. They may be able to leverage that to acquire more things, especially in a free market as it should be, but that doesn't, somebody who's a billionaire is not better than me. They may have a jet and they can do things I can't do, but they're not a better person than I am. So with all of this going on, I say all of this to say, and there's more to it, obviously, you know, we can talk about, you know, experts who have no culpability for being wrong. We can talk about, you know, leaders who are really just dictators and you can tell by their actions. So objectively speaking, by their own actions, they're dictators, they're not leading anybody. We can talk about all of these things, education, uh, economy, both foreign and domestic. We can talk about policies, once again, both foreign and domestic. We can talk about the border and how ridiculous that is if you fall back on causality. I'm a very pragmatic person, and whether one, person, whether one believes in causality or not, we are all subject to it. And so that's how I like to approach things. So that's why I'm, you know, we have to talk about all of these things, we can go deeper. But my whole point with all of this is that in spite of all these things that are going on, here's a silver lining, in spite of everything that's going on, we are still here. I'm not talking about just the last two years. I'm talking about human civilization to this point. In the beginning, it was very, very brutal. It was brutal for a very, very long time. <laughs> I'm talking about brutal. The acts of violence that we perpetrated on one another, rape and just all kinds of stuff, murder, just brutal. And we evolved, we survived long enough to evolve from that. And, 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 you know, slowly try to crawl out of the jungle, so to speak. And we still have that, that brutality in us, obviously. It manifests itself differently. We have different tools, but that brutality is still there. But in spite of all that, we're still here. In spite of everything I just said, you, you, times like this show you who your true friends are, who your real family is, who you can really count on. Times like this expose who the real monsters are. So you can see them clearly because they get emboldened by times like this and they stop being subversive. All of their tyranny is overt. Their aggression is overt, right? 
their lack of understanding, their unwillingness to compromise, it all becomes overt. And they speak in ultimatums and they speak in definitives. And, you know, everything basically is just put on display. This is this is our time. There's been other eras. They've had wars and depressions and all, all manner of things. This is our time. This is our hurdle. From, from, from the way I see it, and this is just my observation, our civilization needs to be challenged periodically. Because just like with working out, me being in the fitness industry, if I don't break my muscle down, it's never going to adapt to become stronger. So we get challenged and we get tested. And this is, this is basically us getting broken down so that we can build back up stronger. How much do you actually want liberty? How much do you actually value liberty? Because when things are going really, really good, it's easy to take it for granted. It's easy to become lax, to become lazy, to procrastinate. And then things like this happen and it shakes you. It shakes you at the core. And it really says, hey, who are you? What are you? What do you want to contribute to the world? What world do you want to leave your children? What do you want your legacy to be? Do you want your legacy to be like, you know, I supported a policy that denied people who chose not to get vaccinated medical care? Do you want that to be your legacy? Or do you want it to be, you know what? I fought for the individual autonomy and liberty of all my brothers and sisters so they can choose their path, choose their way, as long as it doesn't infringe on anyone else. So the silver lining is we're really starting to find out who is who right now. And as these abusers continue to escalate and continue to push, all they're doing is forcing more and more people to have to come to that designation, to have to define what it is that they want and who they really are and what they really stand for. And every time these abusers, these dictators push, all they do is push people, is push more and more people over to the right side of this fight. And the right side of this fight is one where, as I said before, it's for individual autonomy and liberty. That's the only way that we're ever gonna get as close to a utopia as possible. It has to come from the individual taking responsibility and accountability for their own lives and what they create, period. There's no other way. That's why socialism doesn't work because it takes that away. Marxism doesn't work, same thing. Communism, same thing. It doesn't work. Historically, subjectively speaking, now you could think that it's gonna work this time, but you know that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Silver lining, silver lining, my brothers and sisters. We're finding out who's who, who's actually gonna go back to back with us in the arena, who's gonna spill blood back to back with us in the arena, figuratively speaking, not actual <laughs> physical violence or aggression, because as I said before, the only justification for aggression is defense. That's it. We don't have to be aggressive. All we have to do is stand. That's it. And we're finding out who's standing back to back. All we gotta do is stand. Let the wind blow and we just hold our ground. Because what we are holding onto is right. So keep holding, keep standing your ground. I got your back, believe that. I got your back. 